0: This is Corey, and we got Jeremy here too for the Cultivate and Key podcast. Uh, thanks for tuning in to us on your podcast player. And, um, Jeremy, do you want to roll through really quick just any announcements that we have?
1: Sure, but quick question. Yeah. What is your podcast player?
0: Uh, Overcast. Overcast all yep. day. All day. I like it because um, you can do like uh, smart speed, which like basically cuts out a lot of the time in between words, which like we, we do a lot of.
1: Really? I didn't know that.
0: Yeah. And then you can also, you can customize the podcast speed per podcast. So I'll usually, I'll listen to some on like 1.9 and then others on like 1.5 because like, I can't 1.9. <laughs> yeah. It's like That's slowly like gone up and up and up. I also have these, uh, the, like I, I just created them actually, but like I have three different like playlists. So I'll have like an entrepreneurship playlist mm-hmm. where like only a couple of podcasts go into like a marketing and sales one, and then like a personal growth and finance one.
1: That's cool. And Can you um, like add people to that?
0: Add people? Yeah, or, like
1: or could I like search your playlist? I don't think so. That kind of like Spotify, that'd be cool.
0: That would be cool. It'd be really cool. I, I think eventually I might switch over to Spotify. I think they're really? doing big stuff. Um, mm-hmm. And maybe probably like by the end of the year, they'll be like, I think they'll be a big competitor even like iTunes. Mm-hmm. But for now, they don't have like all the bells and whistles. Uh, but I like, I use Spotify for everything else, like songs mm-hmm. and you know, other stuff. I contracts. like, I like
1: this, Corey. I want to do more of just like free flow. <laughs> you know, I think we like, let's do We it. started out as like, okay, any announcements? And it's like two minutes of that. And then straight into the topic, but I want to just like start yeah, just going with how's it. How's it going? Yeah. So feel free, feel free to ask me questions, but okay. Anyway, tell well, like, tell cool jeans.
0: <laughs> <laughs> Is that free flow? That, free? that was
1: so funny. Oh, that's funny. Okay. Um, Oh, now i'm like i'm like
0: breathing hard I'm we laughing. don't have any announcements yeah no announcements the um, announcements are go to uh, <laughs> like who <laughs> who should we have on the podcast Who should we interview go to cultivate slash favorites pick a book tell us which one you got and um, then
1: tim tebow we're coming for you
0: tim tebow help us get tim tebow on here and lt i want to get lt if anyone knows where he lives that'd be preferable okay. that way we can go to his house now I, I would do that i core you're up all right Um, so I thought it'd be fun to talk about the merits of personality tests, um, specifically because, uh, I feel like, I mean, this is just our personal experience. I don't know about everyone else's, but when we, especially I think in our later years of high school, it was sort of like a big thing. Like, Oh, like, which one are you? What are your strengths? Yeah. What's your strengths? What are your, like, what's your, um, uh, like your, what is it? Mm Myers-Briggs and. Uh, like, what four are you? and it was sort of like this new world, and then I feel like it got like really kind of out of whack of like maybe it's not completely true or like how how much can you trust it, or like are we really all that different and then like then there was like all these different personality tests, so It was like, are these all the same, are they different like why you know why do one or the other um and also like just what's the use of it like mm-hmm. I mean, has it even been useful to us personally um so I just wanted to kind of talk about like well. I mean, what's like? I think let's just start here. When we first started doing personality tests, like, what was your experience like, and did it help you at all?
1: Um, for me, I really liked it. I should say my family is like super big on it too. So like everyone in my family, like has by age by age of like 18, you take the test yeah. and like you know what you are. So it's kind of like I like grew up in you that. You get the sorting hat. and then Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was kind of like I had no choice. It was just kind of like whatever. Um, but for me, um, I just from from the beginning, I think I felt like I trusted it. I felt like um, I saw it be helpful for my like siblings and for <clears throat> like for them figuring out kind of like their plan. And so I. Um, I, I almost kind of felt also, like, pressure, too. This is funny. So I, like, growing up, like, my dad always be like, oh, like, you're so much like me in this way, or, like, you're, like, this person, mm. whatever. And so um, I kind of felt like, okay, man, when, when, I, when I take this test, I have to answer the right way to, like,
0: uh, be like yeah. my dad, you yeah. know?
1: But I didn't do that. I just kind of, whatever. I was like. I, I was really honest and just kind of did it. And it turns out, like, I was exactly like my dad, <laughs> which is kind of funny. But um,
0: Yeah, you can't rig it. It's just sometimes.
1: Yeah, and so I, I think in a nutshell, I trusted it, and I liked it, and I found it really helpful. Yeah. Hmm.
0: Yeah, I, I think it was, uh, I didn't have that experience with my family, so we, I don't think knew anything about personality tests. And I feel like
1: most people don't. Yeah, most people That's don't. That's kind of why I shared that in detail, yeah. Your uh, family's,
0: the anomaly in a lot of ways, the exception. Um, but, like, so for me, when I started doing it, it was, like, eye-opening. Like, whoa, this is really interesting. And, like, there's a lot of psychology involved. And uh, I feel like it gave me a lot of clarity of, um, like, one, like, like, sort of who I am, what's my identity, because especially in that time, like later years of high school, even early years of high school, there's a lot of trying to figure out who you are and like identity crisis. What sports do I play? What am I good at? What am I bad at? Who are my friends? Like what are my interests? Mm -hmm. And so having kind of a personality test, like clearly show you like, here's kind of the tendencies and here's the way that you act. And here's kind of the, you know, like the matrix of who you are. um, That was super interesting to me because it was like, finally I could kind of put a pin on it a little bit. Um, I think where it, w- it was definitely helpful for me, but I feel like also a little bit of the same experience of like, Oh, do now, like, do I have to like act a certain way or like, am I, if I do something else, is that like out of character? Like, should I not do that? Because I'm not that type of personality. Um, so it, it can get out of whack, so, but maybe before we do that, um, the, the, the couple different personality tests, I think that have merit and that are good are, One, the Mm -hmm. Myers-Briggs, so that's kind of like the Carl Jung psychology framework, and you get four letters. Uh, You're either an I or an E, an N or S, a T or an F, and then a J or a, maybe I mixed up one, wait, a judger or a feeler. Yeah, so it's T or, oh, dang it, now I'm screwing it up. Introverted, extroverted, intuitive, specific, judging, feeling? (laughs) <laughs> no wait no thinking why should you figure this th- out <laughs> thinking okay anyways so there's those four and so you have a, a, everyone has a certain combination um i think that one's useful for one thing and then you also have strength finders which is separate and it kind of um it's just like a mix match like a combination of what your kind of top is it top five or top three strengths
1: well actually <clears throat> actually it's top ten it's Top ten. that's right they, um like you only uh, so they say there's like 10, okay, they say that you, as a, as a person you make up like 10 of these strengths as a kind of in you, and they say that, uh, oh no, I'm wrong on that. Okay, there's like a list of like however many there are. They say that they're they are all in you. But yeah. They say it's like a certain like it's like a big graph, right? So if there's oh, 100 right, right. strengths, then you're a part of all, of all of these, right? But they say the top 10 is what actually matters, and then the top five is what they give you in like the mm, in the chart. So what they show you. The yeah. five through 10 are kind of more minor, and one through five are like the majority of who you are.
0: Yeah. Okay. So there's strength finders, which I think is also good for other reasons, <clears throat> and the one that I have most recently turned on to is the Enneagram, and you've taken the Enneagram, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um, the Enneagram is, I feel like the most similar to the strength finders but it's sort rather of like a blend between them both.
1: It's more like um, detailed, I think. Yeah, it's there's more d- so much that goes into it.
0: Yes, yeah, more detailed, but it's also like a combination of, well, an Enneagram is representing, representative of the number nine. So there's a combination of nine different kind of character traits, and then your type is a specific combination of all nine of those, or of three of the nine characteristics that are represented on the Enneagram kind of scale. Um and that one's also interesting for a different one. Um, but I wanted to say, so like, I mean, in your view, like how is, oh, so, okay, wait, you're a, uh, an ESTJ? What does that ENTJ. mean? ENTJ. You're an ENTJ. Extroverted, obviously. Uh, Intuitives so are like a big thinker rather than specific, which is like kind of detail mm-hmm. oriented. Uh, you're a thinker. So like very logical. And then you're judging, which is kind of, like, organized and timely and uh, those yep, things. That's what, yeah, that's yeah. I mean. So I'm an INTJ. It's just introvert. Same yeah, thing. just introvert. Same thing. Um,
1: Look, here's what's funny. So growing up, when I would take these tests. It would say that I'm an extrovert. And I think you would say I am too, but the older I yeah. get, the the less and less I feel like an extrovert. To be honest with you, I don't mm. know why. Um, growing up, I was like super loud and obnoxious, <laughs> and now I'm like kind of loud and obnoxious, I'm, I'm like super not, loud. I was super loud, like <laughs> times ten, like max. Like w- now, I feel like I'm less. I could be wrong. Smell mellowed I, out a little that's bit. That's what I think. Maybe it's maturity, but I just feel like I'm less of an extrovert, and I feel yeah. like. When I think of what I want to do on like a Saturday night, if I'm not working, oh, I want to be home.
0: Like <laughs> so yeah, I don't want to do yeah, anything. Yeah. Like so. Well, that is one of the interesting things uh, I it think about like frames the way you think about yourself. right? Yeah. I mean, and I think uh, with this one spe- specifically with the Myers Briggs is that everything's on a scale, right? So at each end of the scale is um, two different kind of uh, opposing characteristics, like introverted extroverted. I feel like I've. Uh, I think everyone sort of. Starts going towards the mean towards the middle Um, So I started like very much on like the introverted and then I've kind of come more towards the middle I feel like now maybe I'm like I don't know 40% there like I'm more towards the middle of being like neither introvert or extrovert Mm -hmm. Uh, Whereas you maybe start on the opposite side of the scale. I'm very extroverted and now you've passed the line though Past the line. Yeah, (laughs) you're like level 12 and now you've kind of come back down to the mean and being a little bit uh, more mellow of an introvert mm-hmm. or of an extrovert excuse me that makes sense I
1: kind of always felt like the reason why I was so extroverted was because everyone told me that I mean from like a young young age everyone was like "Yeah, you're an extrovert like you're crazy and I was just kind of like okay I gotta be crazy then and like <laughs> as I've gotten older and the, the more and older I get like the more, the less I care what people think and like the more I'm just like kind of who I am yeah And I feel like who I am is, like, less extroverted. But what you're saying, like, makes sense. You kind of start out on, like, one side and work your way towards, like, the middle. Yeah.
0: If that's correct. Yeah. And it goes for all the other ones, too. So um, the second one is uh, between an uh, an S and an N. So S being specific or very, like, detail-oriented. Kind of you like the day-to-day or the nitty-gritty and, um, you know, you're always kind of tidying up loose ends. And intuitive being more of, like, a big thinker visionary strategic mm-hmm. kind of more involved about like the end result and not necessarily, uh, Oh, I think like the, a great example is, um, the specific, or if you're an S you're more concerned with like the means to the end. Mm-hmm. And if you're uh, intuitive, a big thinker, you're more concerned with the end and you're yeah. not really concerned with the means yeah, to the, the
1: end. The ends do you justify the means. for Yeah. Sure? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which can be
0: get very unethical, yeah. very fast. Um, but I think it, it is interesting. Interesting. Like I, uh, I originally, I think I tested as an S, as specific, very detail-oriented, but I feel like as time goes on, like, I'm not an S anymore. I'm very N. Like, mm-hmm. I don't like going through the kind of minutia and the day-to-day, like, it's but I very feel like repetitive. I feel like you're
1: good at it, though. Like, whenever we do projects together, I feel like you just, like, you're steady, so you, you like, dive into what has yeah. to get done, and you just do it. Like, you're super steady, and you, like hash it out for example when we started this podcast like the very first day of like this is super funny the very first day of recording oh, took no. us like what five hours to get yeah. up and going and i like lose my patience with that kind of stuff i like get up walk around i like, can't sit still and you just sat there like straight for five hours like on youtube <laughs> like googling everything like calling people and i was True. like probably outside walking around like and you just do it and so why i think that maybe now like you don't get as excited about the, de- the details i think like naturally you are good at it and it's like in you to just like Handle it, you know,
0: that's true. I feel like it's more about like the monotony and like the repetitiveness that that I don't like. Um, but maybe I'm, I'm pretty, I feel like I'm pretty in between like in the middle, definitely and like the introvert extrovert. I'm definitely more introverted, but you know, getting closer to the middle and then like with the specific and the intuitive, I think I'm like pretty dead on the middle Mm now. Uh, maybe even more kind of on the intuitive side. Uh, we're both thinkers, which is very like logical, um, which I think makes sense too. Like I think more than not, guys are usually like a T, more of like a thinker. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not to say that you are not masculine or you are not a man if you are and uh, of more of a feeler, um, but uh, or more of a, dang it, what is the other? I think, oh, I think it's, it's feeler. It's feeler, yeah. and then it's J and P, perceptive is the other one. That's the one I was getting c- confused with. Um, but definitely thinker, definitely very logical. Um, so I feel like as an INTJ, like. I always think it's funny when people put their personality types in like their Twitter bio or yeah. like their Instagram bio. Cause it's like, this is who I am. But in reality, and the reason why I want to talk about this a little bit is because that's not who you are. That's just a reflection of who you are. And mm-hmm. it's a close reflection. But it's not exactly. And really what it is, it's, it's not like God made, you know, 16 different like personality types. Like this is a tool that we made to better understand ourselves and other people so like take it with a grain of salt you know like don't take it so seriously that like yeah i I am an intj and like this is who i am this is how i act all the time 100 percent of the time and i will never ever change people do change um but yeah
1: i think of it kind of like a template like um it's kind of like these are the templates right and but you can customize it and you can change and there's details and that's kind of how i view it like just externally like like that like a template but there's like details that change in that matter
0: yeah yeah and I, I think that segues pretty nicely into something like strength finders and why it's a good supplement to something like myers-briggs b- is because they don't pigeonhole you into like this is the personality type it's like these are your strengths and like whatever way they kind of manifest later on like whether you're a big thinker or more detail-oriented whether you're extroverted to extro- uh, introverted doesn't matter like this is kind of like what you're good at and these are the things that you like to do um mm-hmm. it's like a, i think my top one is um associator uh like no matter whether i'm very like judgmental or perceptive you know thinking feeling like that's not going to change like you can be an associator and be any 16 types mm-hmm. of things but it's not going to change the fact that. I like connecting the dots and have an understanding of uh, like, it says, it's kind of funny, but he says you understand at an intuitive level that life is a series of interconnected individuals, occurrences and responsibility. You bring a reasonable rationale to discussions about why things happen. It's a very like scientific explanation. Um, but I think it's also very true. And, uh, and it's also interesting. Like I feel like once I took the strength finders, um, it gave me more clarity into not just who I was but what I was good at and that's one of the big uh strengths of strength finders
1: hmm. is so I
0: like the strength finders because
1: dude like my experience was for me it was like pretty dead on like I took I took it and like I've read it, the descriptions and I'm just like holy crap like it's yeah. it's crazy yeah. um and so, like, I like it for me because I think I think it's different for everyone. I, I would say for me, mine lined up uh, with kind of what I feel inside. Like, who am I? Like, what makes up Jeremy Lebon? Like, wh- who am I? What What am I? Mm-hmm. Like, when I think inside, like, and I'm like, just like thinking about that, and I read these descriptions, it like settled me so well. Um, I want to read this. I think y- I don't hear what you have to say. So, th- mine says <laughs> you find purpose in your ability to achieve new things daily, grow deep personal and influential relationships. And to evaluate actions and adjust priorities to effect, effectively accomplish objectives.
0: That's like, yeah, one. Wow, yeah, like, it's.
1: Dude, I. Like, you so in one sentence. My number one strength is an uh, achiever, according to this test. And it's funny. So I when you read the descriptions, he gives you kind of like the plus and the minus of it. And um, so the good thing of what that is that it says right here, like daily, I want to accomplish new things. It's not like today's what today's Tuesday. So if today I accomplish a lot, it's not like that means tomorrow's taken care of. Like every Mm. day, it's like a new day. Every day I have to do something new. If I don't, uh, the downside is if I have like a day where I have like a rest day, I kind of relax a lot. It's like I get depressed, and it's super funny because before I took this test, like I knew that about myself. Like I knew that daily, I want to get things done, and if I didn't, I would always feel like super down. I didn't yeah. know why. Like it's I would. So weird. Yeah, I, I would like crave like a rest day. I would crave a day just to, like do nothing. Whenever I would do it it would have like, the, like a reverse effect on me. I'd be like more exhausted when I don't do anything. Yeah, and I didn't understand that. I take this test and I meet with uh, Mike Adams who kind of walked me through it and it all made sense for me. And so um, there was that, which it kind of gave me insight to like why I have certain tendencies. Mm-hmm. Um, also thinking of more like um, this associated with like a career choice. Uh, I, you know, I, I walked through my profile and he kind of gives you like jobs you'd be good at. And, um, this was hard for me and I think it's hard for a lot of people because I think either a, it gives you a job you may not want to do. Yeah. Um, which I had, I know a lot of friends, like close friends that in high school, like that's what happened. They're like, man, I don't want to be like a practitioner. I don't want to do this. And that's what it's <laughs> a bartender. They, or, yeah. I think that was Monique's like top one. And yeah. she was always so mad about that. That's funny.
0: Um, so nothing that, against bartenders. Yeah. Just, so that,
1: that's the first type. The other type, which I fell in this line of like, you like what it gives you, but it's like a journey to get there. So for mm-hmm. me, it was like, um, I think executive, like CEO, I was like sales manager was like the top, like position for me. But, um, so I met with this guy, Mike Adams, who kind of walked me through. And he kind of said, like, look, like, he says, like, you have, like, these unique, you know, gift, uh, whatever you have. Like, this is who you are, who, who God made you to be. And he said, like, it's great because, you know, God made you to be some in some form of, like, leadership, some form of, like, CEO or executive or something that's on the top of the org, org chart. But he said the issue with that is that typically comes later in life. And he said, mm. you know, you're 40 or 50, then you get there. And so right. he says what that means is, like, from now until then, like, it's you're, like not a, gonna be yeah, you're, you're not going to be there. Yeah, you're unsatisfied. You're not going to like what you do. He said the other option for you is you be an entrepreneur. You like start something now. And so, um, hence kind of why I started I Yeah. took over it because it That's, was okay. And th- I, that was kind of the options that I had. And so, for me, um, it was super, super helpful. And I actually met with him. I took this in uh, when I was 18. I met with him and we talked about it. And then uh fast forward about five years later when i was 23 before i bought the business i actually met with him like two months beforehand because i was trying mm. to figure out what to do i was like, hey yeah. mike like let's meet let's talk about this and so i um like kind of filled him in on my options kind of what i was thinking of doing and we went through this and the two options i had was to um take the opportunity and explore and like, do the business or stay at the family business at lebon's and work my way up the ladder and kind of that was what was in front of me and he said like look like you could stay at Le Bon's, you could do this and I'm sure it'll be great. And you will be, you will be fulfilling like what's in you. But he said, that's going to come, you know, 15, 20 years down the road. Right. Or he said, you could pursue this um, entrepreneurial opportunity in front of you and it will be like more immediate. And so hmm. I, I don't have patience. So I went, with this game. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> I did that. Um, But it was super helpful, like super helpful for me. So that's like my experience dude like, like and yeah. i practical, like day to day basis. Like it really helped me. And, um, I think, like I said, I think for those that have like the bartender suggestion, like, like Monique, like that's hard. Like you may not like that, but, um, I think when you try to do a job that you're not like, that's not, uh, you, if you pursue a career that like looks sexy and looks like appealing, but it's not like in you, like, I think you struggle with it. Right. And so yeah, totally. uh, I think it, it was super helpful for me. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, that, that's definitely a big part of it. And I think too, one of the other things is I think we often go into these kind of personality tests Thinking like, what can this tell me about myself and what I'm good at and what I should be doing, which it does. But you also have to look at it and value it for the things that it's going to tell you about what your weaknesses are and what you might not enjoy, what you might not like doing. Um, For example, a career, Maybe you strive to be, um, you know, like a, a CFO one day, sort of like I was thinking, and then come to find out like you probably wouldn't enjoy that because it's very detail oriented And it's very kind of repetitive day to day, do the same things, not a lot of strategy involved. Um, And so you also think about like, what are, what are the weaknesses? Like uh, Myers-Briggs is great because uh, for example, an introvert isn't going to thrive in sort of like a, a group setting or like a party. And that for me was like one of the big eye opening things. Once I learned like, oh, I'm an introvert. It's okay that I don't really like going to parties. I was like, why do I not like being in a loud environment with tons of people where I don't have space? And all everyone wants to do is dance. I'm like, this is literally my worst nightmare. And that's okay. You know what I mean? Like, it, it celebrates. That's the, not okay, Corey. <laughs> but um, also, like, uh, it's informative <laughs> for something like a marriage where you have two probably very different people coming together, living together, uh, doing things together, uh, building a life together, and to go about it in two different, uh, very different ways. Um, so like Monique's very extroverted. I'm very introverted. Uh, that's why we probably both pull each other more towards the middle, towards Mm -hmm. the mean. Um, but it's helpful to know at least like to expect that. Like if I'm just like, dude, why does Monique really like going out with friends and why is she so talkative? Why does she love social interaction? Like what the heck's wrong with her? Well, nothing's wrong with her. She's just an extrovert. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but that goes into all sorts of other things like with strength finders. Um, You know, what are the things that she's really great at? And what are the things that maybe she's more susceptible to? And then it's helpful for her to know, too, what are the things that I'm really strong at? And what are the things that I'm really weak at that I need help from her on, too? Um, And so maybe we can uh, quickly touch on the Enneagram, sort of this this newer one. Uh, But I just took the test like maybe like two months ago, probably. It was sort of like going around in the tech world. Oh, no, I took it like, uh, I took it four months ago when I started at Barometrics. <laughs> this um, is so you. <laughs> reading about it, it's funny. Uh, and um, I felt like it was just another really informative thing of understanding who I am and uh, and the things about you. And the Enneagram gets really detailed in sort of the way that you are. To be honest, I don't know how they came up with kind of like these these nine different types or like combinations of these nine uh, or like the three of the nine characteristics that you kind of manifest. Um, but I feel like the Enneagram uh, of any of them is the best like kind of overall representation mm-hmm. of you and also is the best at representing your weaknesses Oh yeah. Um, and the things that you need help as uh, it, specifically like a type one um, in their weakness can look like another type when they're not like kind of functioning in their best environment yeah, they or they call the it same. like
1: the um your unhealthy self and then the healthy self right yeah, I think. yeah
0: yeah exactly um i think that was really informative for me to understand like oh this is because if you just if you take something like strength finders or myers-briggs and it's very face value and then you go and do something that seems very out of character you're like you know it doesn't make it mm-hmm, it's kind of you can't yeah. trace it back but something like the enneagram it connects the dots for you and understand like oh like well yeah you know what like the type ones I feel like what I, I don't know, like what the kind of unhealthy self is. Um, Oh yeah. Unhealthy self can be highly dogmatic, self-righteous, intolerant. Definitely become obsessive about imperfection. Definitely become, uh, condemn condemntory. <laughs> like I can't say that <laughs> word. Condemnatory. Oh gosh. Uh, anyways, wrong. you condemn people towards others, punitive and cruel to rid themselves of wrongdoers. Uh, Like it was like, wow, like this is a really scary version of myself that I really don't want to, to get to. Um, and so the Enneagram is a great representation of like the light side and the dark side of you.
1: Yeah. I think I liked it because it it was like overwhelmingly detailed, like to the point where I like didn't know what to do. Like there's so much you can read about, um, like that. uh, I think the, the healthy and unhealthy side of you and kind of how they all like intertwine and connect is interesting. Um, yeah. And I also, I think it's like dead on, like for you, like you're number one, right? Yeah. Uh, So that means you you are rational, idealistic, principled, purposeful, self-controlled, and a perfectionist. And I think for the most part, that would like make up from what I could tell who you are, you know? And so I think Mm -hmm. uh, that is like pretty dead on. It's helpful. Um, Mine was uh, number three, which it says is the achiever. I didn't know that was the title, but it says success oriented, pragmatic, um adaptive excelling driven and image conscious conscious and hmm. i think yeah like for the most part of that, that's who i am uh so we with my at like a family dinner it's kind of like gives you insight about my family <laughs> we're kind of crazy but <laughs> at a family dinner a few months ago um like my sister like came up with this book and she was all excited about it and so at dinner like we just started talking about it and we spent like two hours like even after dinner like Reading. it was the Enneagram yeah book, and yeah. so what we did was and this is totally my family like really uncomfortable like on the spot we uh, went through every single uh there's one through nine right Yeah. so we like, would read number one and like read like everything about it kind of whatever and then like for everyone we'd be like alright who's number one okay like, hey, like, you're this but <laughs> I said for everyone but the weird part is like when you get to the unhealthy side because mm-hmm. like you
0: know you definitely like mike
1: and joanna like the positive side of you is like all these great things whatever but here's like your insecure like negative side no one like knows about we read it and it's like super awkward like uh because you know it's true everyone's like yeah my dad sucks in that way (laughs) it's like super awkward and weird um so that was it was interesting to do that and we did that for every like personality um so i'm not sure why i shared that but
0: (laughs) no but yeah just harping on the the weaknesses too and just understanding i feel like uh, the Enneagram two, um, like the one thing that really struck me was, uh, so I'm an Enneagram type one with a nine wing, which is the idealist. Um, and I feel like just even that word ideal, like just characterizes like the way that I think about things so much. One of the things that I always think about it, that like after I read this was like, this is so true is because uh, like whenever someone tells me like, okay, we can either do this or do that. I'm always like, how can we do both? Like, I want to be able to do, like, let's go, like, how can we fit the most into this day? How can we, like, achieve this and this? How can we please this person and that person? How can we, like, orchestrate this kind of perfect systematic thing of doing this? That way we get the most value out of it. Um, and so I'm, a, I'm an idealist in a lot of the word, uh, not just in, like, the things that I see, but also for myself, too. Like, I want to live up to kind of the ideal way that I see myself, and, um, and so I think that it tells it you in the in the description, but um, if like ones normally are like very self-critical, mm-hmm. and that's the unhealthy version of being an idealist, mm-hmm. where you push yourself to be better in a lot of ways, which can be a strength. So, anyways, the the Myers-Briggs Strength Finders, the Enneagram, all super interesting personality tests, um, and again, tools, not just you know reflect their their reflections of who you are they're not who you are it's not your identity and they're tools to help you understand yourself and others better
1: yeah i just wanted to say that again like it's a guideline you know i <clears throat> think about um how it gives you like job s- uh, suggestions kind of what you should do like again it's a guide it's not like it's not like monique had to be a bartender yeah. like it was like based off of these results here's like are your top 10 you know whatever so um i think a lot of people I I included was like caught in, I have to be like this person at this role. And I think if you keep it as more of like a template, more as like a guide for yourself, um, I think then it becomes a tool like you're saying.
0: Yeah. And and very practical. It's practically too. I I really don't like it for the sense of like, here are the jobs that you might be good at. Um, I think it's better to like, what are the jobs you're interested in? And now let's go see like how based on your personality types, you might function Mm -hmm. in that job. Uh, for example someone who is looking at a sales job but is very introverted um and not very you know detail oriented might be very terrible at a sales job might not enjoy it mm-hmm. at all because they have to make 150 calls to strangers every day that's very detail oriented and very kind of monotonous and you might not like that flip side like i uh i think one of my top jobs was um like a franchiser uh which i thought made a lot of sense at the time and i could still sort of see it but also felt like a little bit like it was, I was selling myself short. Like I, my thought and at that time was like, Oh, I couldn't start my own business. I could only like replicate what someone else has already kind of built and then like improve mm-hmm. on that. Um, so again, it's a tool, like use it, uh, as a best reflection of yourself, but don't let it limit you in any way of the way that you think about yourself or others or, you know, put people into stereotypes or yourself into a stereotype. Uh, it's for your best use, and so take it as far as you want.
1: Yeah, I would also say if you can like meet with someone about it, I think. Um, yeah. Like they have resources, or there's um, like maybe like life coaches, or along that line of like they will kind of Even walk counselors you, and yeah, pastors. they will walk you through like the results and kind of what that means for you. Yeah. I think for me, like without that, I kind of would have been like left kind of like like you know, yeah, I would have been like unsure what to do. So for me, like I walked through it, like I said, with Mike Adams, and that was super helpful
0: for me. So and um, ask friends too. Yeah, ask friends. Yeah. I I think one of the most, like you said, is just sitting around and like, what type are you? Or like, let's try to figure it out. It's fun. Yeah. And, uh, and that's really informative and it's really engaging. And, but also they might be able to kind of point out things to you that you might have kind of skimmed over. Like, um, you know, this specific strength or this kind of characteristic of your Enneagram type, or, um, maybe you're not as like introverted as you think you are. Like I sort of thought, um, but going through with friends, definitely with like sort of, uh, another person, some sort of counselor or, or, you know, guidance. Um, I think also like uh, there are books for each one of these. Um, I don't know if the books are like super uh, informative. I will say though, one of the really cool things. um, So I don't know if you know this, I feel like I told you maybe, but uh, for the Enneagram specifically, uh, Sleeping at Last, um, he created like a musical album Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I heard that for each type like one song for each type and then he also created a podcast that talks about how he created the song for each type Hmm. and every episode he has on um, like an Enneagram kind of like psychologist you know specialist (laughs) just like totally butchered whatever his title is poor guy but um, he like asks him and kind of walks him through like well how do they think and what is it because he's like wanting to create a song for that person and he's you know one of the nine so he can only really represent one himself. Um, And I feel like the the podcast and the songs, if you look at the lyrics, are really fascinating Mm -hmm. and uh, in how we thought about it and who you are. And um, So I don't know if I would go so far to say, like, read the books and study up. I feel like taking the test and kind of getting your results is usually enough. You know, there's good websites too about each personality combination and strengths, et cetera. Um, But the podcast and uh, Sleeping At Last podcast and then the Sleeping At Last album. Is that what album. it's called? Yeah, and uh, the album you can find on Spotify, on I think, you know, whatever it is, but it's just Sleeping At Last. There's a specific album um, for each of the kind of personality types. Oh, it's part of his Atlas project. That's what it is. Um, it's called Atlas. Cool. Does so that wrap us up?
1: Yeah, sir. I'm looking up <laughs> <laughs> the podcast. It's okay.
0: Yeah, go, go look at it and go listen to it. Um, I think each one's like 45 minutes. Oh, and it's cool too because he will um, – he'll like go through the song once he'll play it on a podcast and then he'll like kind of cut out bits and pieces and talk about each line or you know part specifically even like the the musical instruments that he uses I mean the guy's like a musical genius and so he he takes uh, I think I forget which one but there's one uh, Enneagram type that's like kind of tidy and like it mentions how like they usually can be found like, I don't know, like sweeping or like a broom is kind of like mm-hmm. a good representation of like the personality type. So he makes like a percussion like sound mm-hmm. and a, a beat based on like a sweeping noise That's with cool. a broom. Um, but yeah, anyways.
1: That sounds like what Ryan Poole would do. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Definitely that type. That's cool. of, Yeah.
0: He's really a really smart guy. Okay. Well, I think the merits are you should do it. And I think that it's good. Great summary. So just go take the test (laughs) and let us know what you think. All right. Peace.